Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Christmas time, it's Hanukkah time, it's holiday time. The happiest time of the year, right? Except for us, we gotta worry about a little bit something extra called diabetes. So today I wanna to talk to you guys about how you can do Christmas shopping, Hanukkah shopping, any kind of shopping, or errands for in general, right? And how you can take care of your blood sugars while doing so, so you can focus more on enjoying the season at hand. Let's get to it! I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. All right, so Christmas, Hanukkah, Black Friday, like all these different places, these times where we are programmed to go shopping, right? Lots of marketing going on. We are told, go buy presents, celebrate with your family. Like, it's a, it's a fun time of the year. But within diabetes, that hectic lifestyle, the spontaneity behind the shopping, the high energy walking around malls, though maybe not currently because lockdown's been <laughs> different, right? But with all these events happening, different uh, shopping schedules, blood sugars tend to not behave as smoothly as they did when you were sitting at home, right? When you were able to control all the variables. And so whether you're listening to this during lockdown, maybe it's six months later and, and the whole thing's over and we can all go back to normal life. I don't know, but the, the strategies remain the same. And I wanna go over how you can approach a spontaneous lifestyle or even a day of shopping or running errands and still maintain stable blood sugar. So what we're looking at here is as you increase the spontaneity level, you have to also increase your ability to adapt or react to situations as they rise. So within diabetes, obviously, as you've heard me say before, consistency will always lead to consistency. So the more consistent you keep your schedule, your meals, your exercise, your sleep, the more consistent your blood sugars are going to remain. It makes them a lot easier to take control of, right? But as we introduce new events in our lives, new spontaneous adventures, new uh, chores that we have to do, running errands, that doesn't always mean it's fun. As you introduce new events in life, it's more difficult to plan ahead for your blood sugar management, right? So if you're trying to get the perfect pre-bolus with the perfect level of activity, but all of a sudden, halfway through your meal, Someone bursts through the door, it's your, uh, your brother, right? And they're like, hey, we gotta go shopping for mom. We forgot our Christmas present and Christmas is in two days. Well, okay, that's a priority. <laughs> we gotta go Christmas shopping for mom, right? And I'm sure a lot of us uh, lightly procrastinated a bit for the Christmas shopping, right? Uh, it's in two days at the moment this episode goes live. And there might be a few of you who still have some shopping. Here. Now granted, a lot of us use the online stores, it's a lot easier to get stuff shipped to you. But let's just say for argument's sake, you gotta leave the house and uh, there's a bit of activity surrounding the shopping, right? You're walking around town or if you're going to do errands, you gotta go fill the car up with gas, then you gotta go over to uh, grocery shopping, so you gotta get the family meal ready for the big Christmas dinner, whatever it is. You gotta have a little bit of planning ahead, but in those cases where it's a bit more spontaneous, you gotta be able to adapt. And that's what I want to chat with you guys in this episode about, okay? So in the realm of adapting, and I actually had a, a, an amazing conversation with one of my clients last week on our coaching call, 
He asked, you know, the pre-bolus you mentioned, you take the pre-bolus, is it the same every single time? Quick answer is no. You do not have the exact same pre-bolus for your meals at every single meal. It's going to change, it's gonna shift based on these surrounding variables, right? So if we look at, uh, for example, a blood sugar difference, if I am at 180 milligrams per deciliter, am I gonna have the same pre-bolus as I would if I were at 70 milligrams per deciliter? The answer is no, right? I'm going to adjust that because at 180, I need more of a pre-bolus to allow the insulin to start working to bring my blood sugar down to a more acceptable level that's going to help me feel better and function better than I would if I were at 70. 70, I'm already at perfect, I'm kind of bordering on low blood sugar actually. So what I'm aiming to do is reduce the pre-bolus so that I don't go low, instead I bring it up a little bit and then kind of stabilize above 100. You know, that's kind of where I like to sit. So the pre-bolus strategy adjusts as we see different variables come into our lives. Now, within that, that example I gave, right? Blood, brother comes bursting through the door, says, we gotta buy mom a present we totally forgot. And for some reason you have to go to a physical location. Maybe it's like, this place doesn't have an online shop, right? Which I don't know, it's 2020, uh, about to be 2021. Most places are online. <laughs> so it's not the perfect example, I get that. But let's just say something comes up, you gotta go. What do you do? Do you say, no, I gotta finish my meal because I took insulin for this, right? That's an interesting thought because if you don't finish your meal, you're gonna go low, right? Most likely, as long as your ratios are correct. But if you want to push off that event, now you're, you're hypothetically becoming a burden to somebody else because you have to sit and finish your meal. This is a situation that I've been in at work before where people are like, dude, we gotta go, right? Whether it's uh, being on set, uh, that's happened before. The like, crew is like, Matt, we gotta film. It's time to go. You're here to get on, on set. And I'm sitting there like just eating as fast as I can, like my yogurt, my sandwich, and they're like, dude, just put it down. And I'm like, I'm diabetic, I gotta finish this or else I'm not, I'm not gonna be functional on set. Anyways, we look at these different strategies, right? If I know that I'm going to be spontaneous or I'm going to be, I guess you can't know if you're gonna be spontaneous, scratch that. <laughs> if you know you're gonna be active after a meal, you can adjust your strategies accordingly. So if I know I'm gonna go shopping, right? My wife and I went and got mountain bikes a couple weeks ago, decided we're gonna be outdoorsy again. And uh, you know, what better way to social distance than to leave the city and go into the mountains and mountain bike? <laughs> Why didn't we think of this earlier? So we went and got some mountain bikes and I knew that when we we're gonna be shopping for mountain bikes, it was going to be a bit of a, a journey. It's kind of like running errands. You're active the whole time. So as a result, I reduced my pre-bolus. I made sure that I had sugar on hand. I made sure that uh, I could space out my meals so I wasn't eating as we're driving to those places. So that way the insulin had its chance to start working while my food was absorbing, kept my blood sugars nice and flat, right? I was, I think I stayed between 90 and 110 the whole time, which that doesn't happen 100% of the time. I just wanna throw that out there. I'm not perfect. Uh, I mean, a couple days ago, I went up above 200. It happens, okay? Uh, but when you understand how to, to shift these different levers based on what you expect, it becomes a lot easier to control your blood sugars through different types of activities, through different types of meals, through different life events. But when that spontaneity kicks in, that's where you gotta look at, okay, how do I adjust in real time to the things that are being presented to me. I have to go run errands right now. My blood sugar is lower than I would like. What can I do? Well, I already gave my insulin, right? Let's just pretend it was a meal recently. So I can't reduce my bolus insulin, my mealtime insulin. It's too late. Like that can't be changed. 
what I can do if I'm on an insulin pump is I can reduce my basal, right? So I'm looking ahead like, okay, I've already taken insulin for my meal, but if I reduce my basal over the next 30 minutes, 60 minutes, whatever it is, that could assist in keeping my blood sugars a little more elevated above the low threshold. What else can I do? I can eat a little bit extra, right? Maybe I bolused for 50 grams of carbs. Well, maybe I eat 60 instead, right? I kind of preemptively eat more than I should so that my blood sugar runs a little bit higher than what I expected and then all the activity, of course, is gonna bring it down slowly. Now, what I want you to always do, bring sugar with you, no matter what your blood sugar, I don't care if you're at 250, there's a chance that you go, I've seen myself drop. 250 down to 75 I'm like holy cow right activity gives your insulin kind of that, that extra oomph that extra push and sometimes it can drop you pretty quick so you have to be ready for that you know always bring at least a glucose tab uh, container so you got something right a tube of 10 or whatever so you're ready for those things but in the realm of Christmas shopping I want you to think about like this shopping in the traditional sense is walking around a mall is driving around town is filling up gas, is you know, adding on extra errands to that Christmas shopping. Maybe you're going grocery shopping now. Maybe you gotta pick up something for little Timmy, your, your nephew who wanted a, a toy bike for Christmas. I don't know. But those types of activities mimic certain types of exercise. Right, if we're walking around all day, walking through shops, going to the market, uh, and again, this is a little bit different with lockdown, but you're still likely to include some form of activity into your day, you gotta take that into consideration. You might see a drop in blood sugars. And if you can plan ahead, even when being spontaneous, sounds like an oxymoron, huh? Like a paradox, but it's, it can be done. You're gonna have more success. Now, how do you plan ahead when being spontaneous? Well, the second those plans change, your brother comes bursting through the door. We gotta go get a gift for mom. Oh no. What can I do in that moment? Plan ahead. For the next 30 seconds. Plan ahead for the next five minutes. What can I do right now to increase my chances of success, right? In that moment, how much of my meal do I have left over? What can I not eat right now that I can take on the go? Maybe I stuff my face with as much as I can, grab my shoes, run out the door, and before I run out the door, I grab a juice box. Because I'm pretty sure that with the walking, the activity, the running around town, I'm gonna go low. So I grab a juice box and have it handy. Right? And so when we look at a spontaneous event, it's even if it's, I just finished a meal 30 minutes ago and somebody wants to go mountain biking. I didn't have time to plan ahead and reduce my bolus, reduce the mealtime insulin. So what can I do? A reactive strategy, right? So within diabetes management, you've got two key strategies. Proactive, where you're planning ahead, you know what to expect, and you're able to control a lot of the variables. So we have proactive, second is reactive or adaptive strategy. That's when life comes crashing at you and you go, oh, okay, plans changed. A little bit spontaneous, a little bit of a shift. What can I do now in reaction to what life threw at me? What can I do now in reaction to the plans that were just introduced into my life that I was unaware of before, but hey, I don't wanna let diabetes hold me back. So let's go. I just need to react for a second, right? Let me get a second to grab a juice box. Give me a second to, uh, to set a temporary basal on my insulin pump. Give me a second to plan ahead for this spontaneous event, right? It's very rare that a spontaneous event will hit you and then you have absolutely zero time. Like maybe if you're uh, a firefighter, okay? That's actually a good example. Firefighter, I wanted to be a firefighter for a while. I actually went through years of training 
and uh, ended up turning down a job so that I could do this full time. But within firefighting, that bell goes off, those tones drop, you're out the door, right? You have very little time. So in situations like that, you plan ahead for the spontaneity before it even arises. I had a chat with a firefighter about this. He said that his captain knows he's type 1 diabetic. He has Gatorades in the engine, right? The, the truck, fire truck. And uh, they're ready to go for him. So he's got sugar stashed everywhere. In the cabinets of the firehouse, in the bedroom, in the fire truck. Everywhere he goes, there is sugar. That way, if spontaneous events force him into a, a dangerous situation, he is ready to treat it. So you can plan ahead before spontaneity kicks in, have things set up for your success beforehand, or adapt accordingly. So whether you're running around town, or if you're a firefighter waiting for those tones to drop, set yourself up for success, right? In those cases, it's a reactive strategy. It's adaptive. You are adaptive in nature. Something is happening to me, I need to figure out how to set myself up for success. Now, if you have the opportunity to be proactive, plan ahead for whatever you're going to uh, experience. Look at what variables lay ahead. If I know this afternoon, I'm gonna go Christmas shopping. Let's just keep using that example because <laughs> it's Christmas time. If I know this afternoon, I'm going Christmas shopping. Then for my lunch, A, I'm gonna make sure I eat my lunch enough time before we go shopping so that it has time to kind of digest and not get in the way of that event. But also, I might reduce my pre-bolus a little bit, purposefully go a little bit higher than I normally would. Maybe I reduce the actual bolus itself. I use these strategies to help set me up for success for a future event, right? So to quick recap, we have two different key strategies to use within diabetes management, being proactive, making choices, planning ahead for what you know you can control, and then being reactive or adaptive, right? Life is happening to me, give me a second to plan ahead for this event that just popped up, this spontaneous event that I didn't know was gonna happen, but let me, let me figure this out for just a quick second, and then we got this and we'll go. So that way you can still participate in these spontaneous events, the family's gonna invite you to, friends are gonna invite you to. You don't have to miss out on life. Just know which reactive strategies to pull from your magic hat, right? And if you pick out the right strategies at the right time, you're gonna have smooth sailing blood sugars. You won't have to worry about the mysterious drop or maybe I'm gonna shoot high to 300. I don't know what's gonna happen. I used to live like that. It's no fun. It's very frustrating and it can be very draining. Pulls your energy, pulls your joy when diabetes is this monstrous beast that is just unpredictable. Instead, hold on to this magic hat of strategies, figure out which ones you gotta pull out to be reactive, to enjoy your life to the fullest, all right? Now, I got a Christmas gift for you. I want to mention this quickly because I'm not really announcing this anywhere else just yet. There's an event, a really epic event, probably the biggest event we've ever thrown coming up in a month. Now this event, it's gonna be virtual, right? Because we got some, uh, some lockdown things still going on. But this event is going to change the way that diabetes management is viewed by the world. Now this event, we've invited 30 plus experts, medical professionals, influencers, leaders in the diabetes space, all living with type one diabetes. And we asked them one question that's gonna help you Control your diabetes more so that it controls you less. Now, the first people who are gonna hear about that are those that are on my newsletter list, on my email list. I email people, they're the first ones to know about anything going down. 
The only way you can get on that email list right now is if you go to diabetesinaction.com and as a bonus, of course, there's a free training there. So go there, enter your email, that'll automatically add you to my list and you'll be the first to hear about this massive event, which may or may not be free. But again, first people who are gonna hear about that are the one on my email list. The only way slash the best way to get on my email list right now is to go to diabetesinaction.com. And uh, in addition to entering your email in and putting yourself on that list for me to notify you, you're also gonna get access to a free training that I did recently on how I control my blood sugar so well using what's known as the 80-20 blood sugar formula. It's gonna simplify your life with diabetes quite a bit, allow you to live more in the moment and enjoy that Christmas spirit. So go to diabetesinaction.com, enter your email. You'll automatically put on the list to get that secret notification for what's coming up in a few weeks. And you'll also get that bonus training. So last time, diabetesinaction.com. I'll see you in that training. Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy holidays, whatever you're celebrating. I hope you have an amazing time and keep up the fight.